Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'll be joined again by Scott Roberts of National Pool Route Sales. We're going to talk specifically about bringing on an employee, some of the challenges in this labor shortage, and some strategies to bring on an employee. And I encourage you to listen to part one of the series where we talked about buying a partial pool route. We also talked about the inflation and these big companies moving into the area. And then in the next podcast in the series, we're going to talk about the myths and truths about buying a pool route. So you're going to really enjoy that. If you're thinking about buying a pool route, you'll like the upcoming episode there also. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. On the flip side of that, you mentioned the pool owner that's trying to buy 30 more pools for his employee. And that's a good situation where he has an employee and he's trying to take care of him by buying a partial route. Now, on the other side of that, the industry has gone through and is suffering just like everyone else. I have a friend in Arizona that was looking for two months for a service tech, finally found somebody that was kind of, well, two people applied out of the two months. And he picked one of the two applicants who wasn't the greatest. He was maybe like a C-level kind of as an applicant. And he took him on and started training him. And he's okay. He calls him all the time. And he has a lot of trouble with time management, but there was nothing else he can do but hire this guy. So sure. the labor shortage has hit every industry. I mean, my local Wendy's here and my local Panda Express, they don't have indoor seating because they don't have employees for the indoor seating. So they close it and lock the door. You can only go through the drive through This is really something affecting all the industries. So what do you say to the labor shortage and how do you address that with, with people trying to hire somebody to do the pool route? That's definitely an issue, and 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 there's no way really around it. Uh, I would say that whoever you do have, just just always like you should be doing anyway. If, if you're in, if, if you have people working for you, always consider their feelings and and treat them like family. If, if you treat people like family, well, if you create a family feeling, a family atmosphere, well, people tend not to. People treat maybe they'll treat you like family and help and help stay and maybe they'll stay with you and and, and get through this time. But find are you are you you're asking kind of like more with the labor shortage finding people. Yeah, it's really difficult, I think, for a lot of companies to find a reliable service. Like, I mean, three years ago, you you would have people at Pool Corp, SCP Superior, with signs up on the bulletin board, I'm looking for work. You don't see that anymore. It's all gone. What's such a shame, you know, and, and even, I mean, I haven't seen it necessarily in this industry yet, but I've seen it with other things, even Burger King, you know, where people are paying $1,000, $3,000, $5,000 bonuses just to, just to start working at a place. It's uh, it's a sad state of affairs in the country. Let's face reality. But, however, it will turn around like everything else. Well, you know, I I do believe that as the government stops just giving everybody all the free money, okay, and making and in just incentivizing everybody not to work, people have to work, okay. When when they see that the that the gravy train has run out, there was they'll they'll start coming back around, as they say. However, you know, 
you just got to get you just got to get a little bit resourceful. Okay, like if I, you know, I'm not in, the, I'm not on a route, but I know that I would solve my problem for this if, if I needed to. I wouldn't stop until I did. I, I wouldn't allow my business to get hurt or not to have people. You know, I would, I would network. All right, how about how about old school networking? I mean, everyone's so quick just to uh, place an Indeed ad or something like that. Okay, okay, do it. You know, place an Indeed ad. Okay, have all that going. You know, however, how about networking? You know, there, you just ask, just talk to people. So, hey, listen, I mean, look, if you go around and you literally speak to everybody you see who's in the industry from when you're filling up down at the local place and you, you know, talk to the people behind the counter, say, hey, listen, I need somebody to work. Do you know anybody? If you do that to, let's say, 30 people in a week, chances are, okay, probability, and this is me just <laughs> using probability and, and, and being like a little bit aggressive with things when I need it, 30 people, okay, you're going to get somebody saying, hey, you know what? I do, you know, I do know somebody. I do. And it's not like you need to turn around and hire nine people. If you need one person, you should be able to get one person. Just 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 word of mouth. You'd be surprised that combined with with placing an ad and placing ads in multiple places, being persistent with it. OK, I don't think you have to. I, I don't have I wouldn't want to incentivize somebody. I wouldn't even want to hire somebody who's only coming on on board because I'm giving them two thousand dollars to sign up. They'll they'll probably jump ship at the next two thousand dollars, right? So I wouldn't trust that necessarily. I would stick to my guns and just say, listen, we got a great place to work. When all this downturn and you know in 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 the country turns back around, I'll still be here. You'll have a solid position. I'm not giving it away to anybody. You treat them like family. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I think also the benefits of working as a pool tech as an employee, we need to advertise that more. And we don't do it as much. I mean, what other job can you start at six in the morning and be done by one? Or two in the afternoon. Nothing. I I don't know. Uh, maybe something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, know, in that in that same respect, you're making as much as someone working a nine to five job, and you're working thirty to thirty five hours a week in a lot of cases, making as much money as that. So there are there is a benefit. And then let's say you have like maybe you're you have an event in the morning, and you can just put your route later in the day, or if you want to do something else, you can stack the pools and do them a different day. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. So I think this is a great industry to get into. And I think another aspect of this that I don't know if people hiring the employee want to kind of advertise this, but it's something that you know as someone who was in the business that you're actually training someone that's gonna that can have their own pool business. Mm -hmm. The mindset is, okay, you have this employee working for you for two or three years. You can't stop them from being ambitious and going out there and trying to open their own business. And I think this is the only field you can't really do it in any other industry where you can actually become your own boss eventually. So there is that side benefit that is, all, of course, is on the back of everyone's mind and maybe front and center in the employee's mind. All right. Look, you know, it's, it's a topic I, I like to. All right. I'm just going to give my honest opinion about it like I always do. Right. So and, and this is being a boss for many, many years of many, many people in, in other types of industries, too. Anybody, and, and this is just speaking to business owners or people about to purchase a business, okay? I, my, I've, I've never worried about it. And the reason is anybody that works for you, okay, let's just have some logic to this, okay? Let's add the logic factor. If somebody's working for you and making you know, 500, 600 bucks a week, are they, you know, if in today's day and age, when you really look at their, their financial picture, okay? They wouldn't be working for you if they could, first of all, if they had plenty of money to go and start a pool business, buy a pool business, because in reality, like I said, they're chasing accounts, this, that, whatever. Okay. Now there's two factors. 
you know, so one is I, I, I'm not worried about the person that comes to work who has the mindset to be a 10, 15, 16, $17 an hour worker. That's a certain mindset. I'm not worried about them jumping ship and being, being my competition. I, I'm, they can't compete with me. That, that, that's the way I look at that. That's the way I think most of, of, of these owners should be thinking. Okay. These are your accounts because customers, if you, if somebody ever tried to jump ship, okay, chances are, okay, most people have the relationship with you as, as the business owner. No, people are generally, they have justice. They're just the they're justice minded people. Nobody likes people doing wrong to others. Okay. They just really don't. It's, it's on our human nature not to like that. Right. I mean, I just look at today's society. It's all over the place like that. Right. But people don't like that. So customers are people, they're human. So let's say that the guy named John is working for one of these people that owns a pool route with 70 accounts, uh, doing 70 accounts for somebody. And he just decides to go out and, uh, you know, try to steal all the accounts. It's just not going to work because he's not going to get all the accounts to switch over. He might get a couple, a couple of like really greedy people for $10 less. How, how much less can they do it for? Yeah, everything costs money. You know, they, they were, what are they going to cut the price in half? It's not profitable. So that makes no sense. So they generally, somebody might say, Hey, I'll, I'll charge you 10 bucks less a month. That seems to be maybe what might be said. And the person's going to say, well, what do you mean? But you work for the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm going out on my own. You know, I could do $10 cheaper. The average customer is going to say, no, I'm sorry. I don't think that's right. I, I know. I, or even no, thank you. I, and they don't want to be involved in that headache, you know, or that it just doesn't feel right to a person. And nowadays people saving five or 10 bucks a month on, you know, it's not, it's not going to make or break their lives. I, I don't think it's worth it when they have the, the stability of the insured company behind them that they've been dealing with for years. So that's aspect number one, in my opinion. Okay. And it's also what I've run into in my life and I, with other things, when things were tried or anything like that. Okay. It's just, it's never hurt me ever under any circumstances. And, and I, and I haven't heard of, of, of anybody ever calling me, you know what, here, I'll make a statement. People who bought pool routes. I've sold what 1300 pool routes by now, personally. Now I've never gotten a call, never from anybody. Okay. Who bought one of our routes who said, I lost my accounts to my, to the guy working for me. I, it's never occurred. Never. I've never heard of it. Okay. Sure. Somebody may have picked off a couple of accounts here and there, but so what? Like I said, okay, if, if those customers are the types, a couple people here and there who are ready to jump ship over $10, you know what? It's like, you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes it costs you that small amount of money to get these customers out of your lives. It's a couple of them here or there. Just focus on solid people who have your back, who are loyal. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't live in fear. You are the owner of the company. You can do it. Don't worry about people trying to whatever, okay, trying to steal accounts. They they don't have the financial wherewithal generally to even do it, the average person working for you. They don't. If they did, they would have been doing it. And I hate to say this, but for the five to $600 per, per week that they might be making, you know, think about their financial picture. It's going to be hard to amass enough money to save to, to do something on their own anyway. I mean, how much of a, how much of a threat can they really be? People get a little bit too worried about this. It's not as big of an issue as people presume it to be. I've seen people try to steal accounts like you mentioned, and even people doing repair work for you as an outside company may come in and try to take it, but the customers are more loyal than you think. I mean, I've seen, I've taken over pools from from other companies where I'm like, was there a pool man showing up here? Because the pool looked really bad. And the customer just said, well, I like the guy. I just didn't want to let him go. And he, I know he was struggling to keep the pool up. And like, two months of the pool not being cleaned properly and they still keep the guy. So it's not like 
people are going to are cut and dry. And you're right. There is that built in justice and loyalty that they have towards a company. All I was saying is that training, you're giving this person skills. And if they have the wherewithal, and this is a small percentage of people, by the way, like you mentioned, there isn't a lot of people out there that can manage their own business. And you're talking about marketing. You're talking about dealing with customers and billing. And that's not in everyone's DNA to right. be their own boss. So Great I think point. the fear factor of I'm hiring this guy and I'm giving all this skill, again, it is overblown, but there are some that may take that. But again, it's not something to be really worried about. I think the biggest concern is like in California, they changed the law here. So you have to have an employee now, no 1099 subcontractors mm-hmm. working your route. And so it's a big, big struggle in California because we pay 15% in payroll taxes. They pay seven, we pay seven or seven and a half or whatever. Right. And so it's really expensive to have an employee. What do you think would be the, the solution for, I mean, you can raise your rates and everything. So I, I think in California, it's more of a struggle than Florida. I think you can still have 1099 in Florida, right? Yes. Correct. So I think that's another, that's a bigger factor, in my opinion, is the cost of the employee versus the labor shortage. I mean, how much money do you have to make per account to afford the employee? Right. Well, you remember, I primarily deal with Florida, but I, but our company deals with all the states. Florida is just a, is just a tremendous pro-business state. Let's just face reality. OK, so the, the, the governor here, the DeSantis, tries to make it as easy as possible for people to just start businesses, grow businesses. That's why there's so many you know companies doing that here and people moving here like like crazy. But California is great, you know, it, 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 you know, in, in so many ways also. And there's a booming business out there. I don't have a great suggestion for it based on what you're saying, because, right, because the employers have to match the taxes and, you know, with the 1099s versus W-2 employees, maybe I would say one thing is, okay, workers' compensation insurance, okay, like I know in Florida, you, do you have that in California? Yes, it's not that expensive because we're, we're considered janitorial workers if you hire an employee. Okay. Well, you know, that's another, you know, small percentage uh, of payroll, of, of your payroll expense that would cost to... To that, to do that. So maybe something that that you tell the employees, you say, listen, uh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, paying you as a W-2 now versus 1099. You might net out a little bit less money per week based off of taxes, this and that. You know, you, you could also alter your pay rate accordingly, maybe a little bit, you know. But you say, listen, now you're going to have workers' compensation insurance, which means that pretty much, you know, if if something happens medically to you, you know, while you're working, whatever the state will cover your you know, bills going forward, ongoing for anything. And that's a great thing versus 1099. You, you don't have that. You know, you're mm-hmm. kind of on your own with that. There are, there, there's reasons why. There's reasons, there's unemployment insurance. There's, when you pay somebody W-2, it, it really was what was intended, okay? People sometimes skirt the issue, I think, with 1099s. You know, you're not supposed, supposed to have, you, you know, in Florida too, you're not supposed to really have much control over what they do. There are so many laws involved with that. You have to be very careful the way you do things. Um, I never 1099 people really. You know, I, it was always W two. I felt more comfortable. I'd rather sleep at night. Do do things always the right way. So maybe California is a little ahead of its time with that. You know, if nothing else, and and is shifting into that way. I mean, I don't I don't know that it's so bad. I don't know. I mean, I, I throw it back at you. I mean, what do you suggest for that? You know, businesses are leaving California in droves. I mean, Tesla left to go to Texas. Uh, we have. Pentair and Hayward, two of the industry stalwarts, they're they're closing all their their warehouses and and offices in California and moving out because just the cost of doing business here. So I think the only solution for a California company with an employee is to factor in how much is the cost for that employee per pool, and then you got to raise your rates accordingly. I mean, you're raising your rates for inflation, and then if 
the employee costs you $20 per pool per month, you have to just increase your rates to cover that. And if you lose some customers here and there, everyone's in the same boat. You know, like when you were in school and you were graded on the curve, you had some students that were like, you're killing the class because they were so smart. And then your grade was affected by how good they did. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that in California now, where there's really not a curve anymore. Everyone has to raise their prices. Everyone has to kind of compete on the same level playing field. And so yeah. those guys that are charging $65 or whatever, they can't survive doing that. And so with an employee, I think you can you can float that in California problem I think is going to happen is when the rest of the country adopts California's method because it makes a lot of money for the state. I mean, the state makes tons of money on payroll taxes. Right. This is going to happen all across the nation where you're going to see, and there is a, there is a, an act, there is a, a rule that, or I guess legislation, I should say, that went through Congress where they want to make this kind of across the whole country. Um, I forgot what it's called offhand, but if this is coming everywhere, then this is going to be a little bit of an issue. And I know the big companies already do this, the national pool partners, they have all their employees as, they have all their workers as employees. So um, they're changing that landscape too, I think. So we're moving towards a more employee-driven landscape, I think, going forward. The 1099 independent contractor is going to probably go away. I actually agree. <laughs> I, I do think that's going to be the case. And and you do have the right solution. It, it is to figure out what the cost cost is um, per you know per person and and then raise prices accordingly. Unfortunately, everything trickles down to the consumer, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like when you go to get your ribs for $20, $28 now, you know, you, you have no choice unless you want to order an $18 burger. Oh my God, I, <laughs> I know, it's, it's crazy. I, maybe I'll just have the French, maybe I'll just have the French onion soup and, you know, lose a little more weight. You know, just go to Subway. Subway, I think, still has a $5 foot long. I'm not sure. I haven't been there. I don't eat there often, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, it, that, that's a whole other story. But that was one of the worst marketing things ever in the history was getting rid of the $5 sub, sub that, that they did. That's it was too bad. Whole, I just saw it on Netflix or something. It was funny. So you want to you want to tell the listeners where they can contact National Pool Route Sales if they're interested in buying a route or even contact you directly if they're in Florida? Yeah, sure. No problem. Thank you. Uh, so to contact me directly in Florida, you could just call the phone number 561 area code. So that's 561 561- Seven zero eight forty seven forty four. Okay. Um, if they want to reach our our office in general for for routes outside of Florida, they can call eight seven seven. That's toll free eight seven 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 six six fifty seven fifty seven. So they can call that number um, and, and and ask for our representatives in any of the other states. Uh, they could also email me directly at scott at poolroutesales.com or visit our website www.poolroutesales.com. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And if you're looking for the other podcast that I recorded with Scott Roberts, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu. In the search box, just type in Scott Roberts, and that'll bring up the other podcast that I recorded in this series, plus the one I did previously several months ago with him. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there, including a discount on your journal liability insurance. You can learn more at poolguycoaching.com or my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer 
backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app. 